0: space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back. Uh, this is the live Earl Stewart. You just heard the recorded Earl Stewart, but this show is live. I'm live right now. In fact, very special. Jonathan just informed me we are trans. We're transmitting out to the people that are watching us the uh, video in 4K. So you can see how beautiful we all are and uh, every pore and, and blemish. 4K right here at our own Cars. So you uh, Facebook folks and YouTube folks, you're in for a treat, at least with Nancy. She's pretty and you'll enjoy Nancy Stewart. Um, in case uh, you're new to the show, you heard the recorded introduction maybe, Uh, we are unique. Uh, We are kind of a crazy team of people that uh, tell it like it is. I mean, everybody tells you they tell it like it is. We really do. Uh, We're uh, kind of like a counterculture kind of a thing. Where I'm a car dealer. I've been a car dealer for almost 50 years. And uh, I've got uh, uh, a story to tell about the way I started out, the way I trans myself, and here I am, a consumer advocate. And it's interesting, I really, maybe I'm not as interesting as I think I am, but I don't know anybody else that does what we do. In the studio, you heard earlier, we have uh, myself, we have Rick Kearney. Rick is the um, certified diagnostic master technician. And uh, if you've got a car that you've got a problem with, and who doesn't, I mean, you would think today with the advanced technology we have that cars were just absolutely uh, question, trouble, problem free, but they're not. Uh, they're more complicated. Now they're better, don't get me wrong. The cars today are amazing compared to what we drove 20, 30, 40 years ago, but they are also very complex. Electronically, computer, they're computerized. So therefore you probably still have maybe more questions about the operation of your car call and ask to speak to rick kearney uh, the telephone number that you can reach rick at is 877-960-9960 that's 877-960-9960 or maybe even better he monitors youtube and he will see your youtube postings uh, as soon as they go on and that's just earl on cars i'm sorry it's youtube.com www.youtube.com forward slash earl on cars youtube.com forward slash earl on cars rick sees that sees your posting and uh he can get to your question if you really want to get cool tricky you can send him an audio clip or a video clip uh, uh just uh, describing the problem that you want to discuss or the issue you want to discuss and you can get a diagnosis For Merck Kearney, this morning between 8 and 10, we're on between 8 and 10 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Might cost you 200 bucks if you're into a car dealership or more, maybe get a free diagnosis on a problem you have save yourself a lot of money. Uh, Stu Stewart is uh, sitting right across the table from me and uh, he's a hands-on car dealer. Um, He's been with me for many, many years. He's my son and uh, general manager of our dealership. Uh, So he sees uh, the day-to-day stuff that's going on with new and used car sales, uh, real time. And um, as we say, you're you're talking to a bunch of insiders here. We tell it like it is. Uh, We we operate differently. Our dealership is different. We think differently than most all car dealers. And we're thinking that uh, uh, you probably think like we do. That's the reason we call ourselves consumer advocates. And to my left is Nancy Stewart. She's my co-host. Started the show with me. Uh, we were talking the other day, how long ago was it? I never can remember, but I always say about 20 years. And uh, we started out a half an hour. Radio station at that time was called Seaview Radio. It's a little, little bitty station. And uh, we were there for quite a while. Got fired, actually. <laughs> That's right. We were off the air for about a year. The car dealers in the uh, South Florida market boycotted Seaview Radio. And said, "If you don't get rid of Earl on cars, if you don't get rid of Earl and Nancy, we're going to stop advertising with you." And sure enough, the Seaview owners caved and reluctantly said, "Sorry, Earl and Nancy, uh, we're going to have to let you go." So uh, we were looking for work for about a year, and we finally uh, found out that Seaview was sold to the current owners. And by golly, uh, they're very—they're—they're they're true journalists. I mean, they're true uh, reporters. They. They they don't cave in to what the advertisers want them to say. Back in the day, I think a long time ago, a lot of journalists were that way. Today, there's a lot of compromise in the way things are communicated to you. But this radio station right here, True Oldies... They really are honest journalists, and they keep us here. Uh, they gotta get a lot of static, and they probably get some pressure from car dealers, but interestingly enough, uh, car dealers are advertising on this station, mainly because I think the, re- the the station is doing extremely well, and our ratings are quite good at Earl on Cars. We have listeners uh, and vi- viewers from all over the world, literally. Uh, we even had a call from Bali one time, and we get routinely calls from all over the United States. So here we are, um, we, we we cater mainly to you. We got a whole lot of stuff. I got a automotive news. I got news articles. We have all sorts of material, mainly out of habit. Nancy's flinching over here. I think she probably means we have a caller. I don't oh,
1: think I that's hand, officially a flinch.
2: Huh?
1: Yeah. At any rate. <laughs> good morning everyone here nancy's i am nancy's
2: not a flincher <laughs> Oh not a flincher she's not a flincher
1: you'll know when i'm flinching her hand was
2: going like this <laughs>
3: that's a signal oh
1: good morning everyone and welcome take advantage of your anonymous we're going straight to the phones where roseanne is waiting and if you don't recall roseanne uh, she called last week and she was uh, getting some information um from rick yep rick the mechanic there's no question he cannot answer he's amazing at any rate roseanne and i had a chance to chat she promised she'd give us a call back so here she is good morning roseanne
4: good morning thank you so much for taking my call you're welcome can you hear me
5: yep oh, <clears throat> okay.
4: i was dying to report that to you last week um, my car battery had died again and it was a not
1: in my ear.
4: I'm sorry, I don't know why it's not. Oh, no, we, get it we, out we can hear you. You can hear me now?
5: Yep, I can hear you.
4: Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to call back to say how much I appreciated when I got to Earl Stewart. They dealt with my problem immediately. They were so kind and so thoughtful there, but they also came up with some alternative reasons why the car battery may have had a problem. And I loved, I loved the idea, I've moved my, my purse far away from the car now when it's in the house, it's all the way in the back bedroom, so that the key is nowhere near the battery so they're not talking to each other anymore. But they also said that there's a test they can do. But everything else they did there, including making you feel comfortable and safe. And you and I both know that as women, the worst feeling we have is if a car breaks down and we don't know what we're doing and we don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. So I can't thank you enough. And I've taken your check and I've brought it to the prayer shawl ministry so all the ladies there can see it. I brought it to our, our landscape group, which are all ladies, and they've all seen it. And I brought it to my, my birthday lunch group Aww. and they've all seen the check. And all of the women here in West Palm are talking about you. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: Oh, that's fantastic. You're so welcome, Roseanne. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: You really uh, you really spread the word. And uh, you know what that and does.
4: And we'll continue to do so because you make women feel safe.
3: But we suggest you cash the check and, and you know, <laughs> enjoy also, it. Let me show it for a while longer, please. Okay.
1: We, uh, we have a commitment here, Roseanne, and uh, that is to, uh, well, uh, build a relationship. Uh, let the ladies feel uh, more comfortable and uh, to let them know that we have a vision uh, that they are part of this industry Uh, financially if a dealership doesn't recognize that it's called financial disaster so i thank you for your call and uh, i'll wait to hear from your friends i think you will (laughs) bye-bye have a great day 877 (coughs)
3: That was really sweet. Yes, yeah,
1: she was she was really a sweet lady. I was on the phone with her for a while <clears throat> last week. Uh anyway, um give us a call at 877-960-9960 and don't forget you can text us at 772-497-6530 your anonymous feedback. Take advantage of that and uh, Roseanne was a winner last week, as you heard. And uh, if you don't know, first two new lady callers, you can win yourself $50 this morning. And everyone needs an extra 50 Get yourself some gas, maybe. Half or a, a Powerball ticket. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, improve your odds with 50 Powerball tickets. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> now back to the recovering card. 25,
3: Here, they're go. two bucks each. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: Uh, The text number, I don't know if we gave that out, but uh, Stu collects the texts, uh, uh, Rick collects the YouTubes, and uh, the Facebook, uh, Stu does that too. So, facebook.com forward slash Earl and Cars, you can video, see us on video there, and you can post. So, we pick up just about all your communications, old-fashioned text, 772, area code 772-497-6530, seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Um we sometimes get behind on the text, but then we catch up. And um our most popular form normally is the anonymous feedback. It's it's unique in the fact that we don't know who you are, where you are. Uh you can say anything you want. Uh we read it exactly. We we we, we value candid comments because sometimes we get people that would like to say something, but maybe they're too polite or shy or whatever it may be. They don't want to come out and say it and be identified. That's okay. I mean, privacy is important. That's the buzzword today, privacy. So youranonymousfeedback.com, A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S, youranonymousfeedback.com. And uh, we don't know who you are. Uh, uh, Just tell it like it is. We, We value input. From the industry, and by that I mean the wholesale and the retail. Manufacturers, we'd love to hear some from the manufacturers out there. Uh, you know, General Motors, Honda, uh, Toyota, uh, people that are out there. And uh, dealers, uh, very important. We're going through a transition now uh, that there's a lot of uh, things happening that people don't want to talk about. Um, we have an article here, thanks to Jonathan in the control room, Uh Uh, He found it in Car and Driver. Now, I don't usually look at Car and Driver that much because, to use my slang expression, Car and Driver is kind of like in the pocket of the manufacturers. And, you know, if you see the Car and Driver Car of the Year Award, you can bet that that uh, manufacturer advertised in Car and Driver magazine more than anybody else. So, we don't like that, so we think they're prejudiced in some ways. But this article actually was... uh, uh, Got my attention because it—it's called sympathy for the car dealers. It says new car dealers just clocked their best year ever, and yet their future has never looked shakier. Now you don't see that kind of article very often. We've talked about it on this show, but the way cars are being retailed is going through a radical change, and. The information that Car and Driver got was from the manufacturers. And the manufacturer sources said, you've heard it before, don't quote me on this. So anonymous source after anonymous source uh, was uh, responsible for this article. And basically, I'll sum it up for you. The manufacturers don't like to have to sell cars through us dealers. I say us because in full transparency – uh, we have a Toyota dealership. We've had it since 1975, and uh, so we are car dealers, but we're also consumer advocates. But the manufacturers have looked at Tesla and said, "Wow, here's this, uh, you know, upstart guy Elon Musk, who a few years ago had this joke, like an all-electric vehicle. Everybody laughed at him, and now he's one of the volume manufacturers." in the world, he's a number one luxury car manufacturer in the world, and he has a combined value of Tesla. The Tesla stock is worth all of the other automotive stocks combined and then some. So Tesla, Elon Musk, and the all-electric vehicle, but here's, it isn't the all-electric vehicle that makes Elon Musk so unique. Is that Elon Musk sells his Teslas directly to you. They don't have a dealer network. Now, you, you might say, well, if you have a Tesla, yeah, there's a dealership. Yeah, that dealership is owned by Elon Musk. It's owned by Tesla. So there's no middleman. If you buy a Chevrolet, a Honda, a Toyota, you're going through the middleman. And my dealership is a middleman. Toyota sells, actually, I'm a third-party middleman. Toyota sells cars to a distributor who then sells the cars to me, and then I sell the cars to you. Now this that, article
3: that can't be good for you. That
0: can't, <laughs> right, <No>. right. So <laughs> Tesla has a twenty percent cost advantage by not having to go through dealers. Now you got to believe that all the other manufacturers say, "Whoa, we'd like to be, we'd like to do that," but they can't talk about it. I mean, think about it. You can't talk about it because if you get the dealers mad at you, <laughs> you're in trouble. Now. There, there's even an archive, and you've where, done that before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> they're all mad at me, but uh, uh, the, the dealers, uh, the dealers are kind of like they—they they see it coming, and they're going now through their groups, their dealer organizations, and they're going to the state legislatures and they're going to try to firm up the laws in each state. All fifty states have laws that are keeping the dealers in existence. So it's gonna be an exciting time ahead. There's gonna be a lot of legislating and a lot of arguing and a lot of lobbying. And uh, I think in the end, you will be the winner. The consumer will be the winner because uh, the the one thing the manufacturer has to have and the dealer has to have, has to have you. And to have you, you gotta satisfy them. So look forward to more pleasant times as a car buyer. Um, I've been yakking a lot. Don't we have a telephone call?
1: Uh, we don't, okay. uh, but yeah. I do want to remind you about that article that you and I were talking about oh, yeah. in reference to what you just said. It is time for the consumer and things are looking up finally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the consumer. Oh. Things are gonna be mm, not perfect, but almost, well, we're getting there, it's slow. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I think this Saturday morning we are going to take advantage. Well, not advantage, but we're going to recognize Stu for his texts and Rick for his YouTubes. Yeah, we've been bombarded uh, with phone calls.
3: Last uh, few weeks we, we've yeah. had a hard time getting to them. Yeah. But so now, you guys go for it. Yeah, we can kick it off, Anne-Marie. marie says, good morning. Years ago I was on a road trip when my car broke down in a small town. I had to wait until Monday to get my car towed to the dealer thirty miles away. They, that sounds that reminds me of like a, <clears throat> like an old story. Well, you can stay up in the barn while you're <laughs> while we work on your car. Um, anyway, it took her uh, uh, until Monday, thirty miles away. They squeezed me in, fixed the problem, and I was on my way in half an hour. That experience prompts today's questions: How does your service department decide which car to work on when they show up without an appointment? Is it first come first serve? Is it based on critical need? Does a tourist broken down car being towed into your shop get taken care of before someone just coming in for an oil change? Of course it does. Um, how do you triage vehicles without appointments? And that's that, that's a great question. Um, well, a lot of it, and I bet you I'll i let Rick get into it on like the dispatching of work. But a lot of the work um, gets uh, dispatched to the qualified technician. For example, a lot of the basic maintenance stuff, most of it goes to our lube technicians. And um, if you go in a lot of dealerships, you can see them right out front. And they are the guys changing the oil and rotating tires. And then we have various uh, degrees of skills of technician in the shop, culminating with Rick Kearney at the pinnacle. He sits up there in his throne. And (laughs) and so it gets dispatched that way. but of course, when there's special situations like that, if somebody you know uh, comes in and gosh, I'm in out of town, I need a special thing, um, yeah, everything is, is kind of looked at individually and uh, and triage that way. Um, Rick, I'll let you jump in. And-
0: well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to jump in between both of you because I disagree with Stu's analysis. Um, huh? uh, that's the way it's supposed to Again? be. Again? No, no. I, I, <laughs> that's the way it should be. the The fact of the matter is, if there is a problem with car dealers all over the world.
3: I got to interject. Um, Earl, whenever something doesn't go right, that means nothing works right. So that's, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, it, it, it's the fact that that uh, cars are complex things. Uh, you have, people are complex uh, things too. And uh, we have appointments, car dealerships have appointments where they come in. But a lot of people, as, uh, you know, as the texter said, uh, as Anne-Marie said, they, they don't have, they have, an, they have an emergency. Now, um, emergencies uh, prior, you know the, the the dealers intend to prioritize the appointments and the emergencies depend on the analysis of the individual a typical car dealership has service advisors we call them' really service salesmen and each one's got a different personality each one of them has a customer following my point is the most common complaint I get is a car dealer and I get a lot of complaints because I make my cell phone, my personal number, known to everybody. So when a, a customer of mine has a problem, they call me personally, email me personally, text me personally. And I can tell you right now, there's no other car dealer out there that can make that statement. Uh, and uh, one of the most common calls I get, complaints, is and my car was towed in and uh, it didn't get taken care of, or I came in for a routine oil change and it didn't, it, it didn't get taken care of. It's a very, very uh, delicate balanced system and uh, consumers don't get treated the way they should be in most dealerships yeah. when it comes to priority. Uh, the way it should be was just the way Stu described it. Well, and, 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 and,
3: and if it's happening 99% of the time, 1% out of thousands of customers is <coughs> gonna seem like a lot of complaints. Yeah,
0: uh, I, but it's more than that. It's it's, it's truly, uh, uh, if the average waiting time and you, you, you listeners out there and you viewers uh, you can you can have, this would be a great call we'd love to have you call or text about the, the subject uh, how do you view your experience in terms of the time it takes for your car to be taken care of either routine service or special issue where you have a problem with your car My, my guess is uh, here, here's a good analogy is there anybody about, happy about the amount of time they have to wait for a doctor? Uh, if you go into a hospital emergency room or if you're going to see your doctor, how happy are you with the time you have to wait and I think the answer is very few people are happy with that it's a It's a challenge for car dealers it's a challenge for doctors and when people have issues that are your no. car stops at nine ninety five and then you tow and you got a meeting or you got a you, something important you have to do and and your car <coughs> is towed into a dealership. How quickly could that be fixed? When will they look at it? Uh, you know, the thing that chills me is when they say my car was, uh, I came in at uh, three o'clock, They said they'd have my car out by 4.30. I looked out there in the service drive and they haven't even parked it yet. It's still where I left it. So we hear a lot of that. We admit it's a problem. Rick, uh, I jumped on ahead of you. uh, Before
1: Rick says anything, you know, I do have to add to this. There's nothing more reassuring, and Marie, this is a a great question. Nothing more reassuring than to know uh, that you can connect uh, with that dealership wherever you are and there's nothing more uh, a unique than to be able to call the owner of that dealership um, I remember uh Earl and I having all the uh, a lot of telephone calls when he put our home telephone number out there for anybody and everybody, and they called the house and they were in shock that they were able to get. Uh, the owner or the owner's wife. So there's a connection there that can help when you're in the service department and something slips through the cracks. And and no matter who you are, what you are, how perfect you are, it'll happen.
0: Rick's there every day, so let's hear what he has to say.
5: Well, I just, the only real difficult part is a car may come in just for a simple oil change, and suddenly as we're looking at this car, hey, all four of your wheels, the brakes, are just about gone. Good point. And suddenly that 30, 45 minute to an hour oil change has just become four or five more hours of work. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, did you know you're leaking oil here? You know, Which can add several hours onto a job.
0: Or correct me if I'm wrong here. Let's say that you have a job just like you described and someone has a routine appointment to come in at 10 o'clock and you just got the car you described that was supposed to be in for routine at 9 o'clock. Now, uh, you have to identify your issue, the fact that the car you're working on now is going to be tied up longer than expected. Then you have to notify a service advisor who also has to notify a customer that the car that they brought in has one or two cars ahead of it that have an emergency situation. You're so
5: describing a very hard job. Exactly correct. Yeah. And, of course, you also can run into a situation where certain jobs require certain levels of certification and and ability. And so we actually only have a a, limited number of people for uh, certain uh, levels. A car
3: comes in for an oil change. We run the VIN on every car, and most service departments should. Um, And there's a recall, and the oil tech doesn't have a qualified certification level. Now that has to go back in the shop, and then we have another delay. Exactly. And certain recalls, we may only have four or five techs in the
5: entire shop that can do it, and if one or two of those texts are off that day, yeah. that can okay. put a bottle. Now in. I'm
0: gonna jump in here, I'm gonna wrap it up because everybody Please. wants to talk about it, but we're not gonna talk about we it anymore. Calls. I'm gonna, yep. I'm, okay, I'm gonna say one more thing. The problem is not, so much what happened it's reality you can't change the way cars are and those things happen but the where dealers can improve is the communication between the technician the service advisor and the customer when customers come in the complaint I get is that no one told me that there was going to be a problem and I've been here for three hours they told me my car would be out in a half hour communication 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 now exactly go to correct caller,
5: to communication
1: very important hey folks um, I have some breaking news it's good news now listen closely auto prices finally begin to creep down i'll get back with you on that later um we have two patient um, men who have been holding and uh, one is mark and uh, we're going to take his call from palm beach gardens but marty hang on and we'll be right with you good morning mark
6: good morning everyone i trust everyone's doing fine this morning i'll try to make this call brief um Uh, Some might recall I called last week and talked about my misfortune of my uh, 17 Camry XLE got involved in a severe car accident. Yes. I felt as though my back was up against a wall. It's 2017 with 55,000 miles, all of a sudden, you know, uh, I was going to, I had the feeling that, oh, well, boy, I'm really screwed on this. But anyway, I just wanted to get back with you and let you know that um, the insurance company, the responsible party's insurance company, because it was no fault of my daughter who was driving. But um, I don't know. This might be directed at Stu, you know, ballpark figure, whether a 2017 with 55000 on it, an XLE model what the ballpark is
3: or what they're
6: worth. But I wouldn't anyway, even venture
3: into that. Um, yeah. yeah that's, it's pretty, I think things are changing so much right now. Back in the old days, we used to call it the Obi-Wan Kenobi. You'd look at a car and you just knew what it was worth. Uh, now we go to our resources and we see what it is, what the value is today. Yeah, and, you know, well not,
6: anyway, yeah. I, I did some comparative research And the insurance company was very, I think, very fair. I got twenty-four-five out of it. Yeah. And um, I did some looking around, and you know, you've talked before about these used car. I I was, I kind of drove through your lot, kind of looking at the used cars, and unfortunately, (laughs) I couldn't afford those prices. But anyway, I checked this Carvana site out. And um, I found some comparative models. I was going to take a step down to an LE. Um, my kids wanted me to buy all sorts of other cars, but I said, nope, Toyota, and it has to be a Camry. <laughs> anyway, yes, Dad. Um, I found some interest at LE with, uh, um, uh, that uh, I felt as though I was kind of right there in the ballpark. But you know what surprised me? I went ahead and picked out a 2016 LE, with comparable mileage on it. So I started the process, you know, almost getting ready to buy it. And what surprised me, this vehicle is located in Miami. And in order to bring it up and deliver it to me, you know what? They wanted $1,000 extra to transport the vehicle to me.
0: Ridiculous. Wow.
6: Yeah, I mean, that blew me away. Now, being in the business, I know how much a tow bill would cost from Miami to Palm Beach. You know, even worst case scenario, 300 bucks, three and a quarter, something like that. But for them, it's almost kind of like a hidden fee. Mm-hmm. You know we talk about hidden fees? Yeah. To, to to get the vehicle to you, a grand? What ridiculous is that?
7: That's so like anyway,
6: price gouging. I'm going to assume the other sites are somewhat the same, but I've got a. Now, I know Carvana. What was the other sites you guys recommended to check online for used cars?
3: Webuyanycar.com. CarMax one. was the best one. Yeah.
6: CarMax, okay. Um, and one last question to Stu. Um, 2016, between... Uh, there was seen there was a transition or a rebuild or remake of the Camry did uh, that occur 2014
3: 2016 no it was there was a 2014 Camry came out and it was a brand new body style um it changed from the twenty two thousand and seven 2007 model and then there was a 2014 and a half which was really weird they came out and had like a like a partial redesign and then that changed again in 20 Rick do you remember when the body style changed to the current um, I think it was 2017.
5: Yeah, 17.
3: Yeah. All right.
6: Cool. Is it 2016? Thank- um, anyway, thank you for answering my calls, and I uh, appreciate the advice. And, Nancy, or Earl, when you get a chance, could you pump up Earl's Vigilantes for me?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I'll do it. I'll do right, it right you now. You guys,
6: have a wonderful day. Thanks for the info and the conversation, and may God bless.
3: And thank you for asking about cameras, because that's the only thing I know about. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding.
6: Uh, Everybody go out and vote on Tuesday, please. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Have a good
6: weekend, gang. Thanks
3: Thanks so much,
1: Mark. We love talking to you. And as Mark mentioned, Earl's Vigilantes, you can join up. Mark did. He is a huge part of Earl's Vigilantes. And uh, you can help your neighbor, uh, you can help uh, so many different people uh, by volunteering and you don't have to know how to well, Disassemble a an engine um, You can help others in your neighborhood or anyone that uh, you choose to uh, Earl's com and we have a hat that you can How do you like my hat?
3: It's very very nice. It looks it's very stylish. Yeah, I could see that during Fashion Week in yeah. New York.
1: Yeah, uh, I I think that Stu has made, well, he has uh, done something magical again. Well, this is his hat, and it's and my
3: brother's dog holding a red phone, wearing a sheriff's hat.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, sign up for Earl's Vigilantes. You can go to Earl on Cars. Uh, let's see what you look like in with your new haircut. Yeah. Ah, He's not up for it. Okay. we going to go. <laughs> Enough of this silliness. We're going to have silliness. If you want go to join the
0: vigilantes, go to EarlOnCars.com, and you can click on Vigilantes. You fill in your information, contact information, then other people that are looking for help in buying a car can go to your name based on your location so we're trying to get vigilantes uh geographically around the whole country and the more the merrier so erlongcars.com click on vigilantes and please give us your contact information which means you volunteered
1: yeah thank you for reiterating that was from the recovering car dealer uh we're going to go to marty in west palm beach good morning marty
8: good morning how you doing
1: we're well, thank you. Thanks for your patience.
8: Okay, I've got a question for Rick, but first I'll tell you that the model changed for Camry in 2018. That's you know, right.
3: That's right. Marty Good would know.
8: Because <laughs> I'm a Camry Right, buyer. right, right. Okay, now i got to ask Rick about my problem I've got. Uh, on my car, on a screen, I can receive a call. I can receive a text. But when I hit the little microphone button on the steering wheel, it keeps telling me that it's loading my contacts or loading the phone book. I've tried to repair the or repair the car again with the phone. I've tried to do everything. I went on YouTube. I've tried to do everything. I can't get that button to work.
5: Uh, first thing I'd do is say you might want to stop at the dealership and let us check and see if there's a radio update. Um, We see so many cars that just a simple software update for the radio solves all those issues. And unfortunately, it's one that we actually have to download the update from our computer system onto a flash drive that we then install in the car, and it updates it. Maybe Google knows.
8: Yeah, I did on Google, Earl. And I did all. I did what it says to do to make sure I put the phone book back into the system, mm-hmm. and it didn't change anything.
5: Okay. Well, yeah, I, I would check for a software update for the radio.
8: Okay. Do I need an appointment for that?
5: Uh, it's best. It's best,
8: yeah. Okay, because I was going to drive over there today and see if, yeah. if there was one of your guys that knew something quick.
0: You know, it's just you know, I'll, I'm going to I'm going to vary a little bit on the subject because you bring up a very interesting point. Uh, one of the one of the things that that uh, Tesla is way ahead on, uh, and and all the manufacturers will be getting into is. Uh, over-the-air updates mm-hmm. where it'll be an automatic thing. Uh, there's a, Not a week goes by when I don't get an update of, of some kind on my Tesla. It's all automatic. I don't have to run into the dealership and worry about a bunch of service writers, service salesmen trying to sell me something I don't need. And, you know, you, 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 it's, it's very inconvenient to have to drive into a car dealership and wait an hour, two hours, three hours for something that could be done electronically uh, in the cyberspace in 30 seconds, or maybe it might take five minutes. But software updates need to be automated for all manufacturers, and that's uh, that's your problem, Marty. Now we're telling you, come into the dealership because you might need a software update. Well, the software update, in my opinion, should have been done, and you wouldn't even have made the call. So. That's where we're going with uh, science.
3: You should get in your car in the morning and it says, Your car has been updated. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Just like the Tesla. Exactly. Yeah.
8: Yeah. In the perfect okay. Vehicle. If I happen to call the dealership now and they yeah. tell me there's an appointment available today, yeah. Can they that's do right. It? I mean, and you can come in and wait
0: for three or four hours and we'll uh, try to yeah, get to you.
3: I, we'll feed you well, keep you caffeinated. We uh, got a lot of bagels, though. The, Can I drive Earl's car
8: home until it's ready?
2: Uh, Yes,
3: you can. Earl has an appointment this afternoon. I
1: I have complete control of the Tesla today, so you'll have to give me a call. How about the Avalon?
8: You got an extra Avalon hanging around? I'll I'll
1: give up the Avalon.
3: The Avalon's getting no love.
8: (laughs) Okay, let's get off the chit-chat. All right, (laughs) I'll have to call in and make an appointment.
2: Okay. I uh, you know, I
8: can get, I can do it if I if I just go on my phone and say, Siri, call so and so. It'll still appear on my uh, on my screen and everything. Okay. So it's definitely a software thing.
1: Sounds good. It was great hearing all from right. you.
8: Thank Thank you again for all your help.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you for staying in touch, and calling Earl Stewart on cars. Um, we have a few call, uh, calls that are uh, backed up. And we're going to go to Joe in uh, Boynton, and we're going to. Oh, uh, we have someone calling from Niagara Falls. Shay. Hold yeah. on, Shay. We'll be with you. Joe, good morning.
9: Yeah, good morning. Welcome. Nice to talk to you. I uh, hope everything's okay. Uh, I have a 2003 Lexus, Lexus ES300, and it's only got 174,000 miles, and what's happen is I'm starting to get a leak on the transmission so I'm wondering if it's worth doing anything with it just trying to get an opinion on
5: this I would absolutely have it diagnosed it uh transmission leaks are usually going to be a pretty simple thing for external leaks it's usually either the axle seal or the transmission pan gasket um I I would very quickly have that checked out Especially since a leak is only going to get worse, and can cause damage inside the transmission by having a low fluid level, so right. definitely worth getting it checked out. And it might be as simple as a, a three, four hundred dollar repair, and you're back on the road in a car that you know can resell for many, many thousands. Right.
9: Um, what would that run for the to have it checked out? Price wise.
5: Uh most places would probably be about a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars for the inspection, and then okay. usually that applies towards the repair if you have it done. Right. Right.
9: Okay. Okay. Because everything else works. The I mean, air conditioning that's, is work, works fine. That's and,
3: good news. I mean, it's a good it's, thought, um, though. I mean, because you have a car yeah, okay. and you're looking at a really expensive repair, yeah. and that's the thing you got to consider whether it's mm-hmm. worth doing. But
2: mm-hmm.
9: well, that's the thing because you know you figure if you repair that for say a couple thousand. Yeah. But, you know, the air conditioner
3: goes. Yeah. Well, I was fully expecting to hear Rick say that's going to cost you a couple of thousand dollars, but a couple of hundred bucks ain't, ain't so bad.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's right. good news, right. Joe. Not too long ago, I just spoke to someone that it cost him a whole lot more than what Rick uh, just talked about. So you're in a good place. Thanks for the call, and I hope you okay. give us a call back and update us. Okay, thanks. Take care. You too. Have a great weekend. Uh, ladies, the first two new lady callers you win yourself 50 dollars this morning give us a call at 877-960-9960 or you can text us for you others you can text us at 772-497-6530 don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. we're going to go uh, to uh we're going to go to our first time female caller and that's Shay from niagara falls good morning Good morning and welcome. If you stay on the line when we're finished, uh, you can talk to Jeremy in our control studio. He'll get your contact information and pass it along to me, and I'll send that check out to you.
10: Awesome! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Welcome. Let me ask you a question. Now it might sound I'm I'm not I'm I'm new with, with driving and stuff like that. My granddad just gave me a car. It's a older Ford Taurus, but I mean that's not really here or there. Um, Yesterday when I was driving, somebody, I don't know if they threw something at the car or shot the window out, but the passenger side window just shattered and is now gone. Now, I put a a garbage bag in there, you know, just for yesterday, so if it rained last night, nothing got in the car. I'm wondering, because, you know, I'm kind of low on money, can I go to a junkyard and see if I can find the same window? Like, is that something that I'd be able to do at a junkyard?
1: I think Rick can answer that question for you.
5: Yeah, you've actually got two economical routes for that. Um, If you know somebody that's handy enough that they can pull the door panel apart to replace that glass panel, uh, a junkyard's a great place to find glass. They, They, quite often, the guys, the employees there will sometimes disassemble the cars to save the glass so that they can make sure that it doesn't get damaged while it's sitting out in the yard. Uh, Or you might even check eBay or some other option like that for car parts. Uh, A lot of junkyards and salvage yards... Well, online
0: is probably the way to go, right? I mean, you'd want to... uh uh, see where they were located. Describe the uh, year, and make, model of a vehicle, which window it was, which door, Absolutely. and when. If you do all that, then they'll give you areas that you can go. They they don't call them junkyards anymore, but it's salvage yards, salvage. So. And and okay. uh, but yeah. it's very sophisticated. Most of them are online, and they have all their parts from just about any car you can imagine. Any part you can imagine is all online. Uh, the trick will be, hopefully, you can find one that's fairly near you. And niagara and then then make the visit
5: well and also oh, they may okay. a lot of them also will advertise they'll put those parts online on ebay to where you can simply order it and they can send it to you
10: yeah a lot of that great that advice awesome. I, yeah i had no idea that you could do that okay yeah great. it's, it's, it's oh, amazing
0: uh the sophistication of the availability of old parts, uh, it 's never been better, uh, thanks to uh, computers and um, and right. the internet, so uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Your problem's going to be finding someone knowledgeable because you you don't want to spend a lot of money on this uh, someone that can you know take a panel off a door and replace a glass. you know finding someone that'll do that for you uh, is going to be a problem, but I think you'll find the window pretty quick
1: yeah absolutely and
10: well, I, I actually am lucky that a neighbor of mine tears cars apart and puts oh. them back together and stuff like that and he oh. said he'd help me out if I got the glass. Oh, so right.
1: there yeah. you go. That'll okay. be great. And hey, you uh, have the take, power of the internet right in front of you. Take
5: down this website. Uh, Jonathan just okay. sent me a link. It's you, the letter U, need, huh? N-E-E-D, A, part. Oh, okay. dot com. And that's apparently, well, that's it's a link with enough. several, uh, multiple salvage yards, recycle yards, that they all advertise their parts right there and you'd be you probably could find it in just a few minutes
10: wow that's great that i wrote i had a pencil in my hand when i when you guys had that so perfect (laughs) thank you so much
1: and uh that fifty dollars will help you out definitely
10: you know what it absolutely will thank you so much
1: yeah and don't forget to stay on the line and talk to jeremy
10: I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's what
1: I like to hear. Spread the word. We want to build a platform here for the ladies just like you, where you feel comfortable giving Earl Stewart on Cars a call.
10: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. You're
1: welcome. Oh, we have to thank Jonathan, too. Boy, I'll tell you, what a team we have here. He was right on it. He had that site that you could go to. What was it?
5: You need a part, uh, but it it begins with the letter U. And then needapart.com. You needapart.com.
1: Oh, yeah. you need a you? Thanks, it. Jonathan. 877 960 9960. Or you can text us at 772 497 6530. Don't forget, take advantage of youranonymousfeedback.com. Ladies, I have $50 more here for the next new female caller because we give out $50 for the first two female call it new female callers every saturday morning so take advantage of that uh which one you or rick do you have anything
3: we're a little quiet right now on youtube
1: okay we'll go back to Stu.
3: i got stuff um I have a text from uh, gary uh gary says well takata airbags are back in the news again but people don't realize it's uh it's the old takata airbag that was replaced with the new takata airbag and now the new Takata airbags are old, so here we go again. Uh, yeah, yeah, we knew this was happening. I know um, th- that was pretty much across all manufacturers. That that, that was the only available uh, airbag to replace it. So they said, "Well, we better just put a fresh one in and reset the clock." But um, I'm assuming that all of those are going to get fresh notifications, and 25% of them will respond. Am I right? Yeah, that's it. That's that. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. well, I
5: think what was happening when they were replacing them, they were doing these new airbags to reset the clock, and they were hoping that a large number of those vehicles, would blow up, getting up. older, <laughs> would wind up going to the salvage yards. Right, and a lot of that didn't happen, yeah. and especially with the COVID situation, everything changed. A lot of those older cars
3: were getting fixed because no new cars. cars weren't available. So. Yeah. Wow. It's mm-hmm. a, every, these a two k- seismic changes in the industry, two things are just kind of coming together. It's just like, it's crazy how things are, are connected like and that. And the, the average age of cars on the
5: road keeps getting got older up. instead of getting newer, yeah. like has been happening in the
3: past several years. Absolutely. They didn't think of everything, did they? Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh,
1: we're going to uh, interrupt Stu, and we're going to go back to the phones where Frank's holding from Jupiter Farms.
11: Well, good morning to you guys.
3: Good
1: morning.
11: It's Frank. Hi, Frank. How um,
1: are you, Frank?
11: Wonderful. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. And um, I I listened to one guy saying that he was going to get a car delivered from Miami for $1,000. Well, here's another option that people could think of if they need to get to Miami. Just go down to the tri-rail station. Get on the tri-rail for a couple bucks. Get down to Miami. And if you need to, they could probably pick you up or take Uber for a few dollars and you'll save a whole lot more than um, having it
3: I do. up here. Yeah, I mean, especially, especially Miami, yeah. Or Brightline, uh, get there even faster. The, Very um, fast. The, um, yeah. I don't know if, if we have current statistics on this, but we started seeing this when the prices started going crazy. Um, oh, you have cited this before. The the distance, the average distance traveled by a you know, used car buyer got really, really big, and people were willing to drive thousands of miles across the country to pick up um, used cars if they found a price that was good. So Miami doesn't sound so bad. And for people out of our area, Miami is about an hour and a half, two hour drive from where we are right now.
11: Yeah, I went down there last weekend for an art show. And I grew up in Miami. And every time I go back to Miami, which is very sporadic now, I'm so thankful that I'm here in Jupiter as opposed to down there. It has changed so drastically.
3: Very but, congested. Very crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Did you check the new Wynwood area, though? I mean, the refurbished Wynwood area? No, I haven't. It's pretty cool. They have a nice, revitalized arts district. It's very colorful and very Miami-ish. Check it out.
11: Yeah. Yeah, this was on Miracle Mile, I believe. Oh, yeah. But um, anyway, one other thing. Last week, it was also listening to your show brings it back memories from my car days. When I was pumping gas for 75 cents an hour, so you can tell that was a long time ago. <laughs> but the hydrometer with the batteries, I haven't seen or heard of those for so long. I said that was kind of cool, and someone mentioned that last week. So Anyway. Interesting. With that. Uh, um, I'll let you guys get back. We do enjoy your show, and thank you for being Thank back. you, Frank.
1: Thank you, Frank.
2: Give us, a
1: call. Give us a call again. Uh, we're going to go to Warren, who's holding uh, from New Jersey. Good morning, Warren.
7: Good morning, guys. How are you today?
1: Great. How are you?
7: Well, we got Great. I want to follow up. Uh, last week I called and I talked about it. I had this great experience with okay. a Mazda dealer, and I'm going to be brief because I, ha- I went to a couple of the dealers. Uh, I went to Toyota, and I went to— nissan and i went to honda toyota up here didn't have any cars basically and all they wanted you to do was order one so i moved on to nissan and to honda and both pulled the same shtick what it was was when i went to nissan and i don't have to give you the make or model but i'll just be quick they had what the cars they had in stock were all loaded they had every gizmo on the car apple play and this play and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so when it came time to looking at the sticker i looked at the sticker one of the cars was about 37000 And the guy said to me, Well, you have to add $5,000 onto that. So I said, Well, no way, Jose, am I going to do that? So he said, Then you can't get the car. So I says, Okay. I said, Thank you. And I started to leave. Then he comes back to me and says, Oh, well, what would you give me over sticker? I said, Nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> and he says, Well, he says, he, and he goes, Well, you know, let me see if you're really interested. We could talk to the manager. I said, Well, look, I, I want to look at all the cars. Uh, Then I went to the Honda place. I swear to God, he gave me the exact same thing as the one in the Nissan. Like, they talked to each other. It was unbelievable. (laughs) They had a couple of cars, all loaded to the gills. A couple of uh, cords, all loaded to the gills. And when it came time to negotiate, he said, $5,000 over sticker. So I said, I'm not interested. So he said, well, what would make you happy? I said, if I was going to do it, it would be sticker. So he disappeared. And the sales manager comes out about 10 minutes later. I didn't want to walk out, but I figured, look, you know, give him the courtesy. He spent some time with yeah. me. Sales manager comes out, sits at the desk, and is pounding away and keeps saying to me, well, you know, if you do, give me $3,000. Finally, he got to the point. He said, if you buy it today, you buy it today, I'll give it to you a sticker. So I said, I'm not buying today. I'm not buying today. <laughs> so finally he said to me, it's the deal of the century. So I said, well, I have to wait to the next century then. What could I do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like your style, Warren. <laughs> I, I, did you say to them, hey, we can do this the easy way or the hard way?
7: <laughs> I, I just said, you know, I, I just said it, the, the bottom line was that, you know, he was pounding on the desk. And, you know, like, you, you know, you, if you get it today, you get it today. And it was just amazing that both the Honda and the Nissan dealer were exactly the same with the five thousand dollars over, but oh. they immediately, if you, they were going to go right down to sticker. And the Toyota dealer, I will, I will say, with the two of them, they had, they had very few cars. They said, if you order it, we'll get you closest sticker as possible. But That's they possible. had very little stock. <laughs> they had used ones, and they want you to order it. And I'm not into that ordering thing as of yet, maybe, in the future. But I just want to tell you, that's the shtick up here. Yeah. Wow. $5,000 over, and then you know maybe people are dumb enough to just give it to them. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. maybe they figured they could, if they say $4,000 over, $3,000, you are getting a bargain. But Exactly. You know, the idea. And both yeah. of them said the exact same thing. Not you, watch.
1: Warren. Not today. And you're an educated out. consumer.
3: The dealers make out a ton of money and at Sticker go anyway. They
1: both ran
7: after me. So I just want to let you know that's the shtick up here now. Uh-huh. That's good thanks to know.
1: so much warren stay in touch thank with us we love talking to you
7: okay guys have a good day talk thank to you, later.
1: you. have a great weekend hey seven seven nine six oh ninety nine sixty or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero and don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. i'm going to talk for a moment about earl's book and that's free confessions of a recovering car dealer and uh, you definitely can still purchase this on Amazon. And uh, all proceeds, all proceeds goes to Big Dog Ranch.
0: That was a terrible one. And that dog <laughs> is waiting
1: Dog's got for a cold. you
2: to do it again.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Much better.
1: That's live right here. <laughs> okay, what'd you think of that, Jonathan? I think John is going to take Sadigious. his headphones off. <laughs> okay, uh, so take advantage of that. On a more serious note, go to Amazon, purchase a, uh, Confessions of a Recovering Dar- Car Dealer, and uh, you can look very soon for Earl's book that he's writing, Redemptions of a Recovering Car Dealer. It's going to be phenomenal. Now back to Stu.
3: Sure. Um, we have... Uh we have anonymous feedback over here. Um, it says, what are your thoughts on buying a vehicle service contract at the dealership um, when I buy my new car next year? It will be a Toyota base model Camry hybrid. Expect to own for 10 years um, and put on less than 10,000 miles a year. And there's a lot of difference on spe- specific pricing on um, like suge- like how much did you pay for a, like a really extensive comprehensive warranty and all that. But I'd like to get that to you because it's a common question that we have in, in uh and, we, and you definitely have an opinion on this.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, if you're gonna buy a, an extended warranty, I recommend you buy the manufacturer's extended warranty. Uh, a lot of dealers, we, uh, us included, we have our own warranty company with our own warranties. Um, the uh, other big thing is, consider the car you're gonna buy. If you're buying a good quality car, like a Toyota or a Honda, or, you know, there's, there's a huge number. Look at Consumer Reports. When you're buying cars today and you buy a quality car, you don't need an extended service contract. So I always say to people, because people want that peace of mind. I mean, you know, a lot of people buy more insurance than they need because they have the peace of mind. They know if something should happen, which it probably won't, uh, they can sleep at night. So if you want the peace of mind, buy the manufacturer's extended contract, and then read it carefully to be sure what it does cover and what it does not cover. But um, I would, you know, to be perfectly uh, uh, frugal about it, I wouldn't buy the contract. I would put, if, if your monthly payment on the contract was, a, was $50 or $100, uh, I'd put it in the bank and save it and bank it. And then if you had a problem with the car, draw from your bank account. Self-insure. I don't think you need to insure your car if you buy a quality car.
3: And there is a follow up on that it says, I would like to hear what Rick thinks from a master technician's perspective, um, given the complexity of newer cars. Camry
5: Hybrid's a, a tested, tried, and true model. Um, granted, for the first couple generations with the Prius, we were doing a lot of the HV batteries replacements, um, but Camry's and Avalon's and the Highlander, very, very few. I think one of the issues is they developed a cooling system for the well, cooling fans getting, better on them.
0: you're getting into Toyotas, and I understand that.
5: Uh, yeah. Other hybrids? Yeah. I mean, there are hybrids all across the board now. Every manufacturer has several models of hybrid, and now they're all coming with electrics as well. But uh, yeah, the, the choice you made of a Camry hybrid is a great car. Uh, I would comfortably compare it to any of the Honda hybrids, although they're
3: fantastic cars as well. Mm-hmm. Um, also just a real quick note on pricing on those warranties um, if you're in florida and some other states um, those warranties are considered insurance products and they're regulated by the state which means it's a one price and by law they can present a price they can't increase it or, or, or um, discount it um, and so these prices are going to vary greatly by dealer um, and Um, The pricings are set by the warranty companies, Um, so... uh,
0: Uh, you, you, You stated it exactly correctly, but to me, it's still misleading. I mean... The only thing the insurance, com- the state insurance commission's office does, is say how much do you want to charge, and if the dealer says I want to charge a million dollars for right. this warranty, well, they the say, warranty
3: company. Not, not every dealer owns a warranty company. Well, no,
0: but if the warranty company, yeah. or if it's a dealer owned or not dealer owned, right. most large dealers own their own warranty companies, and they go to the state of Florida. They say I want I want this to be posted and registered. They say, okay, how much do you wanna charge? You can charge a million dollars for a warranty. So all it means is you can't charge more than a million
3: (laughs) <laughs> right, right. No. Well, so they try, yeah, dealers yeah. try to keep it, um, yeah. you know, within the pocket of you know the market. Most but.
0: insurance products, when you say they're registered with the state, that means the state says this is a legitimate product, but the state does not make it legitimate. They just say you can't change the price. But and that's,
3: and that's the same with all one pricing at, at anywhere in any store in any dealership anywhere they set the price. Yeah. So, um, but um, but they do vary in price. So when you ask like what it, what a, a good price is, yeah. it's kind of hard to kind of judge on that uh, because it's, it's, it is all over the place. We were well, just looking at I reports yeah, recently yeah. where on like the, the profits that we we're seeing on, on average or, or dealers yeah. are making are huge on, on extended well, this, service. This contracts. is, in,
0: this is inside stuff, maybe not interesting to our listeners, but uh, a lot of dealers where they don't have the fixed price, uh, they don't. They, they do vary the price. So you come in and you say, oh, you don't want a warranty. They sell you a warranty for $1,000, $2,000. Yeah. In California, 5, for example, you go Cal- to California. It used you, um, to be. I don't know the California.
3: It's, I, it's not war- it's not regulated, well, unless something changed yeah. in the last year. But, yeah, you go in there and it's just like buying a car. You start all over again. Yeah. And it's uh, what if if I get you the right price on this warranty, would you buy it today? You
2: know,
1: as a, a sidebar, uh, Consumer Report is really a great place to go. And you could find uh, uh, all the information that you need on electric cars, uh, tires, insurance, uh, the best cars uh, to buy right now. So take advantage of that. Uh, you can go to ConsumerReport.org and get your information. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones where we have uh, Ellen holding uh she is a first-time caller and you know her very uh, well yes (laughs) uh we are going to uh she's from jupiter good morning ellen
12: good morning good to talk to you nancy it's nice to hear
1: your voice ellen (laughs) if you stay on the line you can speak to jeremy in our control room and he'll uh, get your contact information he'll send it along to me and i'll get that check out to you you after we're done talking Oh,
12: I didn't know about the check. That's great. I wanted to thank you guys because I just got my car serviced at Earl Stewart, Stewart Toyota. And Randy Deppen has to be one of the nicest guys, my service advisor. He is, yes. you know, when you go in as a single woman, I am not somebody that always checks my tire pressure and everything else. He is so not judgy. He's just a kind person who is not intimidating and doesn't make me feel like, oh, you don't know anything about cars, not taking care of my cars. So he's great. And another shout out to Daniel Trapp in the body shop because I had this dent that I've been driving around with. And again, easy, 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 nice, such friendly and just a good crew you've got. You know actually.
1: I'm really Thanks, glad. Alan. I'm really glad to hear what you had to say and um this these trips can be very these uh, trips can be very condescending for women. Yeah. They can be very intimidating even if you know something uh, because not everyone has got The memo and i have said this to you before in the 21st century there are car dealerships out there that are still doing business the same way and you know they may not say it but they're wondering if you well if your makeup mirror is working properly (laughs) you know and that sounds funny but it's so true so ellen i can't thank you enough for sharing with our huge audience your intake.
12: I just feel so comfortable when I go there and, you know, it's it's strange that I would even have those feelings, but it's over a lifetime of, you know, going into the muffler shop or going here or going there and they just kind of look down on you like, what's it now, honey? You know, so yeah. I uh, never get that around at honey,
1: all honey. anybody at Earl Stewart Toyota. It's just such a pleasure.
0: Maybe a we pleasure. should give her $200.
1: Honey, <laughs> <laughs> honey is the operative word, and it's used uh, often. And yeah, what you yeah. said, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of unusual because you've been going in to have your car service. You've been going into car dealerships. You'd think that that was like old school, but guess you what, Ellen? What makes it yeah. difficult yeah. is its learned behavior. Its yeah. learned right. behavior, right. and that says it all. So You're we have right. to.
12: You're
2: right.
1: Yeah, we have to stay on our toes, and uh, we have to, as I always say, that I don't have a problem with. Let your voice be heard.
12: <laughs> I have a quick question, if you don't mind, a car question. Not all. On- I um. About once or twice a week, I drive up to my steward office, which is on US-1. I'm very near US-1 in Jupiter. But there's a lot of stop-and-go traffic, traffic lights, traffic, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm wondering if it's better to go that way or if it's better for the car to actually put on a few more miles, go west to 95, and then drive on the highway and then east to US-1 because – does a lot of stop-and-go traffic wear on the brakes or the engine or anything like that?
5: Highway miles are always the better option, except with a hybrid car, uh, where the fuel economy can be better in the stop-and-go traffic. But, yeah, when you've got stop-and-go, you're constantly on the brakes. Is changing the speed of the mm-hmm. tires, which is going to increase the wear on the tires. Um, mm-hmm. You're sitting at traffic lights idling, which is using up extra fuel. Whereas right. highway miles drive gently and just try to stay with the flow of traffic, and you'll get much better wear from the tires, better brake life, better fuel economy, right. and great it just great. is better Thank all the way around for the car.
12: I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you so much, and thanks guys. you are just uh, just a wonderful team. Thank you all for your help. I appreciate it.
1: You're welcome, Ellen. Thanks, Ellen. It was a pleasure. Thank you. 877. Bye bye. Bye bye. 877-960-9960. As I said earlier, you can text us also at 772-497-6530. Again, youranonymousfeedback.com. You
0: know, riding on Ellen's so question about that. A car and driving in the city or on the on the I-95. An all-electric vehicle actually, you had your cake and eat it too because. Uh, With my Tesla, I I marvel at the fact, I don't ever use a brake. So when I take my foot off the accelerator, it's still the same braking action, which is inducing- The
5: electromotive drag. Exactly,
0: so I'm charging my electric battery just by taking my foot off the accelerator. So actually, an electric vehicle does better uh, when you're driving around town. It does. So many benefits. And you have no brake wear whatsoever. You don't use the brakes. Yeah,
1: so many benefits. I love my electrons. I have to announce to the audience that my driving, well, my privileges have been revoked uh, from the Tesla. Really? Because I.
3: In the last five minutes?
1: Drove erratically.
3: Oh, and you ruined the score. Uh, oh, are you still chasing that boy. score? You're chasing the hundred.
0: She, you know, she holds the lowest score ever
3: recorded.
1: I was a hundred on forever.
3: Lower than Haywood?
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: much
3: lower.
1: We're talking big time,
3: Haywood. If you're listening, sorry about that. I,
1: I, I was a wildcat. <laughs>
5: and I was nervous when I had to do the tire on it recently, and took it out for a test drive. And I'm like. Go along the back road at 20 miles an hour super gentle because i didn't want to mess up yeah. the real score yeah, you have
1: to focus you know really have to focus and i'm so scarred from for all people the who focusing, have no idea what we're talking about
0: tesla has a uh, software program that measures the driver's abilities and safety uh and if you hit a certain safety score 100, actually, for 30 days, then the car can go in full autonomy, totally uh, autonomous. And to get to, uh, to 100 on your Tesla is a real challenge, especially in South Florida, especially during rush hour. So uh, I finally just said to hell with it, let Nancy drive the car. And
1: yeah and I was I was uh, achieving such a high score um, but at any rate the other morning I got in the car I was in a hurry I wasn't focused and you really have to focus most on the accelerator it's a great car to drive and the yoke was slipping out of my hand and all kind of other things but uh, I'm going to be right back on track and I'm going to be focused and behind the yoke very soon we are going to go to our next caller which is hello (laughs) is it phil phil are you calling us from jupiter
13: yes i sure am
1: okay good morning
13: good how you all doing this morning we're great uh yeah i just wanted to ask you uh i was on some of the car sites and it looks like toyota is going to completely change the prius for 2023 and i just uh, asked do you all know anything about that i mean is it going to be a completely new car this
3: time well um they don't give a a lot of information to the dealers about the future vehicles they will preview them at the dealer show at the car shows and then there's a big dealer show there was one last month in las vegas the big toyota meeting we didn't go um and i don't know if they previewed that or not um i know that toyota is also um kind of relooking at their whole ev uh, strategy um, that I think they're acknowledging now that they were um, slow into the game and, and kind of hedging their bets with some hydrogen and, and, and hybrids. And so they're even considering, and this is on the down low um, anonymous services, they're consider- reconsidering the TNGA platform, which is the, the new platform that they um, designed for all of their cars and trucks, to, to not, not trucks, but the cars for the hybrid and electrified um, versions. And they're reconsidering that to look at all electric um, uh, harder. So. Don't really have a lot of information on the, what the new Prius is, uh, is going to look like, or um, but but Rick is on Google looking at all the all the industry stuff.
0: Yeah, you can see a YouTube uh, big update, the all new twenty twenty three Toyota Prius Plus. They have a YouTube video. It's eleven minutes and fifty three seconds, so probably quite about a, uh, quite a bit of information that we were unable to give you. But yeah, as I say, if you or I don't know the answer, Doctor Google does. So give it a try. Okay. So I just pulled up.
13: I, at what point would I be able to uh, order one of these things? I mean,
3: would. Uh, uh, you would I need to the, do it now if you're looking, like at our dealership, since we're, we're doing orders and not going av- over MSRP, um, mm-hmm. I would definitely get in touch now um, and just put in an order now. Because right now, um, hybrids are taking longer than other vehicles. Um, and, mm-hmm. for example, like a RAV4 hybrid is mm-hmm. taking a year and a half right now to get in. And a regular Prius is not is as long, um, but definitely want to start earlier. And then if things speed up, um, and inventory things change, everything's going to come in quick, and you want to wait that long. But just to, just to be sure, I would get, get started soon.
13: Would I ask for somebody in particular when I came into the dealership to do that?
3: Um, you can ask to speak to uh, just a, a sales manager um, or any any salespeople. There's you know it's all, it's just one price, and um, you just got to put it in an order, and that's you know, a refundable deposit if uh, you change your mind for any reason.
13: Yeah, I've got a Prius now. I've had for quite a while, and I love those cars.
3: And but I would go with the Prime this time. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. The the Prime takes uh, even even longer. So I, uh, today, but <laughs> seriously, because okay. a, a Prius Prime is taking. We don't know. Um, they produce so little of them, and it's uh, a year and a half longer. Possibly. You might be able to get one for 2027. <laughs> I, 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 Rick's not kidding. I mean, if, if yeah. it, it could possibly be the, the the next model year, so that's yeah. that's a real possibility okay all right well thanks for the information you got it
1: you're welcome phil give us a call again our number here is eight seven seven nine six oh ninety nine sixty give us a call you have a question or if you have a suggestion rick were you going to say something
5: hey earl uh johnny z fradley uh popped in on youtube he says i thought elon opened full self-drive to everyone no matter their score
0: no uh, yeah. i wish it would still uh, hasn't yet no now, there there, uh, there are different levels. You know, I think that they use different score levels in different parts of the country where in, in this area, it's still 100 for 30 days. And I've, I've heard that they've lowered it to 99 or 98 in some areas. Uh, but it will be open to everybody at some point. They have a they have a new generation autonomous that they are still test driving and they're getting toward the end of that test drive i hope which point they will open up uh, autonomy for everybody
1: what was our highest score between the two of us
0: well you get 100 that's what you should get so we did yeah we i mean you can get because i
1: wasn't keeping track of it yeah
5: have you ever ridden in a completely autonomous vehicle no not yet i'm going to really are you in Port St. Lucie, there's an area called Traditions, oh, yeah. Yeah. a new housing area, yeah. that they have these, they their shuttle buses, and yeah. it's called uh, Traditions in Motion, yeah. and I'm actually planning, I'm, I'm gonna get up there in the next few days, and it literally, they have various stops they stop at, you get on board the shuttle, yeah, but there's no but driver, there's no controls. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't, it's not in traffic, it doesn't have a. it's a planned uh, route.
5: It's, it's a planned route, yes. Yeah. Going through several shopping centers with other cars on the road, mm-hmm. other vehicles around it. I mean, it's a small step. A small step. But, yeah, yeah. hey, as, as the man once said, every jour- a journey of a 1,000 miles starts with but a single step. Thank there you very go. Much. And okay. I, I want to go ride on one just for the fun of it. I'm yeah, going to do that.
1: It'll be pretty exciting. We're going to go to our next caller, and that's Bennett, who's calling us from West Palm Beach. Welcome back, Bennett okay guys
14: good morning good morning uh, a couple of questions please um on the extended warranty is it okay if you believe in them to purchase one but uh to wait say like uh before uh the extended warranty uh, is over on the on on the new car uh, like at 30 months instead of 36, it's okay to purchase
3: later. You mean and later on after the mo- like drive it through the uh, the, the um, factory warranty and then purchase? Yeah,
14: about yes. six months before. It, it's, yes, you it's can. Down- but, to do that? You,
3: you, no, you can do that, and you can purchase a warranty later. But now at this point, you're you're buying an extended service contract on a on a used car now, and they're a lot more expensive than a, than a new car just because they have miles and they've been driven. So it, it, you can do that. It just costs more.
14: Yeah, because they'll tell you if you bring it up at the F&I that, uh, uh, you know, uh, it'll cost you less now to put it in with your monthly payment.
3: Well, that's true, cause, but they're trying to. That's that's a sales tactic to make it seem nice and easy, not as expensive as, as it is. And sure, it is easy to, but you could take anything. You know, spend a lot of money. You don't. You just don't. You don't necessarily need to spend that money. It might make a, not a big impact on the monthly payment, but you're still over time paying the seventeen hundred, two thousand dollars for that warranty. Obviously, you know that, but. So
14: you don't think, it, you don't think it's a bad idea to uh, purchase it at thirty months. Here. Uh,
3: I well, I mean, it depends. Like a used car extended warranty can be very expensive, so you might be t- you might be looking at a fifteen hundred dollar warranty when it was brand new, and a three thousand dollar warranty. If was you buy
0: a good car model. and you take care of it, if you do all the factory recommended maintenance, you don't need an extended warranty.
14: Okay, now, very good. Now, with the holidays approaching, uh, do you think there'll be sales on vehicles? My wife. No. and I are interested in getting no, um, <laughs> a new car. Uh, we're looking into the Highlander. My concern is, I'm sure it's a really good car, is that they changed the Highlander's engine from a 356 to a uh, turbo. Right. Can Rick explain the difference, if there is any?
5: Um there's really not a whole lot of difference except by switching to the turbo, they're trying to get a tighter power band on the engine to get better fuel economy while still providing you the amount of power to get the car moving and and running properly. Uh, You know, it's to satisfy that need for speed, the need for power, but at the same time, decreasing fuel uh, or increasing your fuel economy and decreasing the emissions.
14: Because um, I'm torn between getting the 22 or the 23, and I'm just a big fan of the V6 35. Because I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not. I don't know about the uh, turbo engine. Uh, is is it much less power, the turbos, and more fuel economy? Is that it?
5: It's, it's actually they're trying to get the same amount of power out of a smaller engine by getting the turbo on it but also increasing the fuel economy from the four-cylinder and making it way above the six-cylinder. As a matter of fact, Toyota has done away with all of their V8s in the trucks, and they're going down to a turbo V6 in the trucks.
14: Okay. Now, um, uh, markups on vehicles. Mm -hmm. How do you know if there's a uh, markup on a new car? Does that's it
3: a, that's a great question because we've seen um we talk about addendum stickers all the time so in a lot of cases uh the dealers will stick um, a, a, a little decal next to the Monroni label with all their add-ons uh, but we've seen it where that's not on the on the card at all and then when you get into the actual write-up of the of the deal they add all that stuff on there so you're going to find out either um if you look at the car or when they write up the, the numbers for you where you're not going to find it, you're not going to see it online. You're never going to see an addendum online. Um, they're advertising this stuff. It's always going to be a surprise, either on the lot or at the desk.
0: Yeah, there are three ways that they get you. Ben. if they get you on dealer-installed accessories, these are nonsensical, uh, very low cost, very high margin markup for the dealer. Uh, they get you on the hidden fees, and of course the addendum label. So um, the 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 MSRP. Uh, is uh, just a guideline now because the average price, uh, it's coming down. The average price I, I read the other day in Automotive News is only a thousand dollars over a sticker. So uh, it's a good time to start looking. But uh, the MSRP, the addendum, and then you've also got the dealer-installed accessories and the hidden fees. Hidden fees can be thousand, three thousand dollars. Addendum could be three thousand dollars. So uh, uh, it just, uh, it's just it's it's a minefield. You really. The only thing that's going to keep you safe is competitive shopping. And if you get three, four, five, six, as many competitive prices on the exact same vehicle, then that keeps the price down to the minimum.
14: So I called your place up, and I I think her name was Marjorie, and I told her the same thing I'm I'm talking to you about. Mm -hmm. And she told me that you guys have absolutely no cars on your lot. Right. No Highlanders, anyway. Right. So, for me, to test drive, is that true?
3: That's correct.
0: Yeah, the, the, the problem is uh, because we don't, we don't mark up the cars. We don't have addendums. We're selling every vehicle at MSRP. That happens to be the lowest price for Toyota in the USA now. So, while uh, we have uh, uh, two or 3,000 cars on order and zero cars on the lot. Uh, unfortunately, if you want to get a specific model from us, and you really are hung up on color and equipment and a lot of other stuff, it could take months and months.
3: Sienna's gonna be uh, a year, about.
0: Yeah, it could be a year. So uh, that's what happened. I mean, it's good news and bad news. The lowest price, but we don't have the cars. Uh, You go to a Toyota dealer that has cars on the lot or Honda or anybody, uh, you're gonna pay a lot more money. That's the reason they're on the lot in the first place because they're charging thousands over sticker. And then you go in there and you negotiate and you'll have a a better selection, not a great selection, but better than we have. We have no selection.
14: Now, the other car that I was interested in, other than the Highlander, was the Veranda Hoto. Am I saying that right? The Venza? Venza. You're right. I'm sorry. Venza. Uh, Now, those cars are difficult to get. Yes. Um, My wife and I were talking about hybrid in the beginning, but we don't drive a lot, so we're just going to stick with the combustion engine. Uh, do they come in a combustion engine?
3: No, the, the, Venza? the Venzas are all, are, are all hybrid.
14: All hybrid. Yeah. And again, with the holidays coming up, uh, are they going to be, do you think there'll be no. sales?
3: Not with, not, with, not with Toyota um, or probably, uh, well, actually that's not true. We did see um, uh, the other week there was an American car that had a um, $1,200 rebate um you're not going to see that on any toyota's or honda's or you know most of the japanese imports um we just got the you know our annual Toyotathon sale that's the toyota big event nationwide where it's usually where they they unveil a whole bunch of great cash incentives and um this year we have some there's some special apr rates on some vehicles um no real cash incentives um they usually double lease loyalty rebates, and they're not doing that this year. And there really isn't a reason to do that. Um, you know, when there's when there's not a lot of cars to sell, there's not a, a whole lot of reason to, to, to incentivize them.
14: So when you see a car manufacturer like a Toyota um that goes to all uh, car dealers that they have to uh, uh, they all have to do the same on the Toyota thon
3: All ca- uh, they if there's
14: the pricing.
3: No, Toyota doesn't control the pricing. All Toyota does is offer cash incentives or, or lease incentives or, or, or finance like APR incentives. Um, so, if there is a cash incentive from a Toyota, that is a, it's called, there, there isn't any right now anyway, but it's dealer cash. And the dealer can decide whether he wants to include it in the pricing or keep it himself. And so, even if there wasn't a dealer cash right now, I promise you all the dealers would keep that. <laughs> um, and the as far as leaf specials I'll give you here's this is here's an important thing to know there's um, the re- regional advertising you've seen it um, you know Ford does it Honda does it you'll see these commercials and they're very specific to South Florida or the area that you live in um, and they if they advertise lease specials, you'll see these things. They're almost as bad as, as dealer ads, and there's so much fine print in it. And right now, I'll tell you, Southeast Toyota is sending out lease specials that not one dealer in their entire distributorship is going to honor because it requires selling the car for uh, th- about 3000 off MSRP. And we're not even going to do that. So um, if you see these lease ads, they're just uh, – t- it's an annual event. They're going to do it all the time, but they're not going to be honored no matter where you go. And in the fine print, it says they don't have to honor it
14: because right now they're only doing the financing. Right. If you have a good credit score, one nine or two nine. Yeah. If I went down to your place, is there a Highlander that we could test drive or no?
3: Um, if there was, it would be on the used car lot, and so you could check down there. But um, you know, there's there isn't really any. There's nothing there to drive. Yeah. All
14: right. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Have you a got it. Weekend.
1: Thank you.
15: Okay.
1: All right, we're going to go to Lake Park, where Bob has been holding. Thanks for your patience, Bob.
15: Good morning. How is everyone today?
1: We're well, thank you. Welcome. Thank you.
15: Uh, I want to tell Earl I got uh, an email from Carmax, and <laughs> they've actually raised their offer to me for my Mustang uh, from seventeen to seventeen eight. Huh. And I was, I was wondering because, you know, you had said that the used car market was starting to soften. And do you think this is because of the storm over there on the west coast that they need cars?
0: Now, well, CarMax has got a very honest uh, way of pricing uh, offers for to buy used cars. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a software program that determines how badly CarMax needs your car. And they have a huge uh, dealer inventory. They're all over the United States, nationwide, uh, I'm, uh, hundreds and hundreds of locations. So, uh, if they have a shortage of something uh, like you're driving, they'll pay you more for it, maybe than Mannheim or uh, any other dealer would. On the other hand, if they have too many of the particular vehicle you're driving, they'll offer you less than everybody else. So, it's a great it's a great place to check because sometimes CarMax will pay you uh, way more than you can get from anybody else, but the other, other half of that coin is they can pay you way less. Always include CarMax in when you're getting prices on your car. You can go to Forum, uh, you can go to We Buy Any Car, you can go to Carvana, but CarMax is a must.
15: Yeah, I was just surprised that they actually raised... Yeah, raised yeah. it's an honest...
0: Problem. They're not, It's not a bait-and-switch. They mean it, so if... It, 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 I have, yeah, I have a question. Uh, yeah, me. go ahead.
15: I have a question. Rick. He has a second. I'm, I'm throwing a uh, circuit code on the EVAP uh, purge valve solenoid, and I wanted to know... Uh, I can test the hot wire with a test light, but the ground wire uh, gets the signal from the... Uh, it's computer-controlled. Is there a way of testing that without an advanced scanner?
5: Uh, not really on the ground side, because the computer's going to control that to turn the solenoid on, on and off. Um, you say you're getting an issue with the purge valve?
15: It's a, it's a circuit code. It's thrown, the check engine light is throwing a circuit code. I, the valve, I don't know if the valve is good or not. I put, I put that valve in back uh, seven months yeah. ago. I wasn't throwing a light at the time, but the car when you spilled the car all the way up to the top, it idled a little rough, and I did my due diligence. I found on the uh, uh, Mustang uh, YouTube said some of the other people had changed that part out, and I did, and it's been fine for seven months. But now it's throwing a code, and I just want to make sure it's not the wiring. It's, it's probably the part. Because I bought it off market part from Amazon.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I
15: didn't buy the Ford OEM part because it was half the price.
5: Well, uh, when you say <laughs> filling you know, the tank all the way up, were you filling it all the way to the top of the tube?
15: Well, I don't know. I don't have, Like I said, the, the Fords don't have gas caps. I told you that last right.
5: week.
15: Right. Haven't used gas caps. By the way, I checked that out. They haven't used a gas cap in fifteen years. <laughs> well, <laughs> they have that, that different system of closing the gas. Yeah.
5: One off. issue that can go across the board on cars, though, if you're filling the tank, and when it gets to the first spot where it clicks off, if you keep filling after that, there's a chance you're getting liquid fuel into the charcoal canister, and then when you start the car up and it goes to purge the vapors from the charcoal canister, it's getting liquid fuel coming up and going through that purge valve and going in the engine, and that can make the car run rough because it's getting it's running too rich then. So what well, I would cars, do first off, ever
15: since, I, ever since I replaced the part, the car runs great. It still runs great. There's no issues with the running of the car. It's mm-hmm. just it's just throwing that code. And so what type of, what type of scanner would I need to be uh, to get to send the uh, send the uh, computer a, a message that uh, you uh, need something
5: pretty away. extensive. I would I would do it the old shade tree method. I would simply take two jumper wires. One to right. the one side of the terminal, one to the other, you know, figure out which ones your positive, and just touch it to the battery and your purge valve should click when it opens and one with it's closed, it should not let air blow through it. And when you connect it to the battery, it should open the purge valve and let you pour, uh, blow air through it.
15: Right. Well, it's not, a, it's not a vacuum issue. It's a, it's, it's a, it's throwing a circuit code. So it's electrical.
5: I right. Buy. Well, if you, so it- you can test the valve itself that way. And if the valve is right. good, then it's got to be the wiring or the computer. Right.
15: All right. So do it the, the or the right or the, uh, so just uh, test uh, both ends of the uh, of the valve itself. Uh, right. The positive. All
2: right, okay. All
15: right. Well, thank you very much, and you guys have a great day. And uh, oh, I want one other thing, Earl. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of Genesis dealers. I don't know if you ever shopped them before or not, but. Uh, there's one, Coconut Creek Genesis. Yeah, we should They're do that. They're charging, on their website, pre-delivery uh, service charge, just under $1,000. Yeah. What would that be?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, Genesis is a good car, from what I understand. I actually... Uh, um, you know, you, you, it's a luxury car at considerably less than a Lexus car. So I believe it's got a pretty good rating in Consumer Reports, too. So it does. We'll, we'll definitely have I to. Just
15: uh, I was just wondering about this pre-delivery service
2: charge.
0: Well, that's, you know, pre-delivery <laughs> is uh, BS. It's uh, uh, you know, junkie. Yeah. It's, it's anything they can come up with. Uh, anytime you have a hot car and you have too many uh, uh, too many buyers and too few cars. This is what happens. So uh, right. you, you're just going to pay well, through the I nose. Look,
15: I, looked, I also looked at Layman Genesis <clears throat> on their website. At least they tell you, you know, they tell you that they could that some that vehicles have addendums on. They don't say how you know how much the addendums were, but it was mentioned on their yeah. website yeah. along with the you know the dealer fee and everything. So they were at least they were telling you, you know, before you shop that you're going to encounter yeah. these. Yeah
1: yeah i guess it's some sort of consolation but it Don't is definitely you. a bunch of hocus pocus so Bob, um thank you so much for your call
15: thank you and you guys have a great weekend
2: thank you
1: give us a call again we um i'm going to give this uh website out that uh, earl wrote about in his column and it's uh how do you know if a florida car dealer is breaking the law um you can go to www.floridalawprotectingcarbuyers.com. Um, go there. And uh, if you didn't write that down, uh, you can go to Earl on Cars and get all the information that we announce on Earl Stewart on
0: Cars. Earl? Yeah, I wanted to, um, I almost forgot to mention, uh, you've heard, if you listen to the show regularly, you've heard uh, Jeff Weinseer's name mentioned. Jeff Weinseer, is the investigative reporter for WPLG, Channel 10, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Uh, Great TV station. I say great TV station because they've got the courage to speak up about car dealers. Car dealers do a lot of advertising on TV, and most of the TV uh, channels that we watch uh, nationwide, I would say, are afraid to attack local dealers. Uh, They don't like to offend someone that spends millions of dollars with him in advertising. Uh, so Jeff Wineshare, investigative reporter, has is, is called me a couple times. Uh, he's read some of my blogs and uh, listened to the show. Uh, he called me uh, two days ago to let me know that uh, he had finally cornered Ashley Moody. He uh, snuck up on her while he, she was in Fort Lauderdale and asked her about uh, why she has not filed any action actions uh, any control any regulation on car dealers and uh, she kind of haha hum-a, Muhammad and said well actually we do have an investigation going on now but I can't talk about it because it's an ongoing investigation and then he asked her is it true and he knew it was true because he already checked it that 81 Florida, car dealers had donated over $161,000 to the Ashley Moody for attorney general campaign uh, for attorney general. I mean, that's uh, now beyond that. And I did a little investigation myself. A lot of car dealers have, have donated to Ashley Moody's campaign in their personal names, their wives, their daughters, their sons. There's a lot of contributions. So, There's also a political action committee. So the bottom line is we finally have contact between Jeff Weinstein, WPLG investigative reporter and Ashley Moody. Now we're right up on top of the elections. So I guarantee you there won't be any more conversations until after she gets elected as a foregone conclusion, Ashley Moody will get elected because she's got all the money and all the advertising to get reelected. And she got a big chunk of that from the car dealers and their associations. So at any rate, um, I just thought you'd like to know, we have one honest journalist, one uh, one journalist true to the journalistic ethics in uh, Fort Lauderdale, his name is Jeff Weinseer. And I'm going to give you his number if you want to call him. If you have a story you'd like to share with him about an experience with a car dealer or with Lashley Moody or anybody else, his cell phone number is 954-364-2823. That's uh, area code 954-364-2823. Jeff Weinseer, WPLG. And uh, if you're down in the South Florida area, tune them in. They are an honest... Uh, station. Uh, the editors don't editorialize the, the honest reporting of their reporters like Jeff Wines here, And uh, share your stories with Jeff. And uh, if it's worthwhile, he'll investigate. And when he investigates, the car dealer's attention is gotten. And Ashley Moody' attention was gotten the other day, too. So... Uh, I had to mention that before we a yeah, time. Yeah, it's
1: uh that's it, It's not breaking news to hear about uh, the contributions that were made. If you did, if you're just picking yourself up off the floor after hearing a hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars, hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Those were the contributions. Eighty-one dealers. Well, that's what we know about. Yeah. Yeah, that we know about. So, um, uh, Jeff uh, Wines here. What a great job he's doing at WPLG. Uh, tv uh, in investigating all of this so as earl said the elections are right around the corner we're going to hear a whole lot more after she's been elected so uh, stay tuned okay Uh, i think we're going to go to uh rick do you have some youtubes for me
5: i've got a couple here actually uh first one kirk in west by god virginia is asking earl hey what's the update on the book was what? What's the update on your second book? Our
0: oh, second book going to do this
3: every <laughs> thank you, week. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. on you.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Nancy was uh, talking to to the uh, ghostwriter we have uh, and uh, John Van Zyl, and uh, we're we're opening it up. We're right there. the The book's completed, uh, and it just needs to be edited. Uh, it needs to be. Uh, we need to uh, uh, get get the publisher going and uh we're in in the final stages i feel confident that it will be published by the end of the year
1: yeah that's a
0: redemption of a recovering car dealer
1: yeah redemptions of a recovering car dealer i have an introduction that i really have to finish up and it kind of got away from me so uh, you can expect that book and it's going to be a doozy rick
5: and joseph kelleher says i read an article on the internet that says carmax is bankrupt is this true
0: no, it's not true. It's a, They lost money last quarter, and uh, they're victims of the same situation that all car dealers, used car dealers, new car dealers that have used car lots, are experiencing now. Uh, they bought a lot of cars at too much money when, they, when the uh, prices peaked, and they have them in inventory, and uh, they either have to sell them or write them down, and they will take a loss. We wrote down quite a few cars last uh, month ourselves and uh, that's what happens when you uh, when a market peaks and starts going the other way uh, my blog this uh, week this last week was is it safe to go car shopping again and that's new and used cars and the answer is yes it is safe to go car shopping just don't buy right this second start the process start the investigative process prices are coming down uh, and uh, the supply is going up the demand's dropping, prices are going down, and it's turning from a seller's market to a buyer's market, but it's not there yet. It's still a, it's still a seller's market, but the advantage the sellers have is much less. So start looking around, start sniffing around, comparing prices, reading consumer reports, and uh, if you wait a couple months, you get a, a pretty good deal on a car, new or used.
3: CarMax only has a 36% probability of going bankrupt this year. 36? Only
1: 36. Ooh. Is that because of the lawsuits that they uh, recently had and mm-hmm. uh, this whole thing with titles? And no, I they were facing a, a lot of negative press.
3: Now they're considered a healthy company. This is an analysis website called Macro Access, and you could put in, it looks at all their financials and has a probability of going under. Yeah, if the
0: stock has <laughs> gone down, I'm not gonna recommend a stock to you, but I would, uh, CarMax, uh, uh, Warren Buffett owns a chunk of that, yeah. and uh, uh, he, he's a pretty sharp investor, uh, but it's, a, it's just a, one of the best companies, period. Well, definitely one of the best car companies, and they're, first of all, they're honest. Uh, they they're, Their f- extra fees are minimal, uh, and their integrity is uh, above reproach, and uh, they have the greatest name tot-
3: recognition almost of any brand. Yeah, yeah totally
0: know. transparent. So, uh, if the stock goes down, I'd buy some. I, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not going to tell. They, they'll
3: be here. They'll yeah. still be standing when new car dealers are gone.
0: Yeah, exactly.
5: Well, okay. and from Negan One, our buddy out in Arizona, he says, "I bought my Ford extended service plan on my 2019 Raptor." It covers 35,000 more miles and three more years for $1,025 with zero deductible. I was able to get that price through a dealer in Rhode Island. He says, a lot of extended warranties can be bought online from different dealers. You just have to shop around. As I found this place being on one of the Raptor forums. Okay. Seems like a pretty decent deal. Actually, it, it's
0: impossible for me to comment on whether you're really smart or not because I have no idea what that extended warranty covers. Right. And the the uh, sixty four thousand dollars question to date myself a little bit is, what does it cover? Or what does it not cover? And. I don't care what it costs, whether it costs, you you could buy an extended service contract for $1.95, but if it doesn't cover anything, you pay too much money. So uh, read it carefully and nobody does. (laughs) I'm telling you, nobody reads contracts. I don't read contracts. So my advice is just don't buy the damn things. Don't buy extended contracts. Uh, Buy a good car, take care of it carefully. And if you really have to have some peace of mind, put $100 in the bank or in the stock market every week. And if you ever have a problem, which you probably won't, you got a little savings account there to take care of it. Instead of paying the insurance company a big premium, that's the reason Warren Buffett is a multi-billionaire. He makes most of his money in insurance companies. And it's a great way to do it. It's a selfish market for insurance companies and
5: extended contracts.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they make a, a ton of Okay, Rick, are you have you wrapped it up?
5: Uh well, I got a couplers. We can save those for next week
3: if it's mystery shop time.
1: okay, sounds good. uh, how about you? Stu? Can we we're
0: running
3: yeah, let's get short. to the mystery shopping report. Um, I think we just had a couple of comments here, but they are all stuff that we can get to next week. Well you want to read the whole thing because I couldn't print it out, so oh okay. Yeah. I I get to read the mystery shopping report. Oh,
1: absolutely. I I couldn't I couldn't print it up.
3: Oh, okay. Oh well, here we go.
1: And I got a partial.
3: I, I will explain to, to our listeners. We had a technical glitch and Agent Lightning's report came in but was missing the photographs and some of the text and she sent it. I, we have it all now, so I'll read the Mystery Shopping Report.
1: Okay, um I'll reintroduce Stu in just a moment, but I want to let all of you out there know that you are a part of the Mystery Shopping Report. We want you to vote and you can do that by texting us at 772-497-6530. You are an important part of the show. Now, here is the famous Stu Stewart.
3: Well, this is going to sound um, interesting because I, I write this in the voice of Earl Stewart. So when he reads it, it sounds natural. So if I sound a little little bit older and a little bit wiser, that's because that's the reason.
0: A little bit better looking?
3: All right. Well, I look just like you, just a little, bit, a little, less, a little less gray. Um, our mystery shopping report this week is Napleton Jeep Chrysler used cars on North Lake Boulevard in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. It's been a while since we did a used car mystery shop here on Earl Cars about four months ago when we went to CarMax of Royal Palm Beach. Uh, it's a good thing we're doing this now because change is happening here in the used car market, and not just here in South Florida, by the way, but nationally. Uh, prices are coming down, and the result is putting a hurting on car dealers. Um, the cars sitting on dealers' uh, lots right now were acquired, it were acquired in many cases months ago at much higher prices than they're worth right now, So the collective dealer body is now looking at billions of dollars in losses. And when I wrote that, I wasn't sure if it really was billions or tens of millions, but I just did a a quick, uh, you know, kind of like a made-up calculation. There's about 150,000 new and used car dealers in the United States, um, mainly used car dealers. If each one of them lost only uh, $10,000, we're talking billions. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, And we lost (laughs) $200,000 last month. So Mm -hmm. in many cases... um, it's, it's a lot more. Um, high interest rates, and also consumers unwilling to pay high prices anymore, they've contributed to the turnaround. Um, Carvana, we were talking about CarMax and their stock price. Carvana, one of the great industry's great disruptors, is now facing an ugly reckoning and a cratered stock price. It's basically in uh, junk territory right now. I mean, not really. It's, what is it, like $30, $30 a share? I don't, I don't know what its highs were. but. Yeah. Um, but, and this is usually a truism, what's bad for dealers is it turns out to be pretty good for everybody else in the form of lower prices. Um, if you're paying cash, of course, because higher interest rates are definitely going to cut into some of these savings that we're seeing from the lowering of prices. Um, so, you know, you can't, just can't catch a break. Um, back in July, when we mystery shop CarMax Royal Palm, uh, we found um, exactly what we expected to find. CarMax's price was really high. Uh, But it was completely in line with the market. Um, And additionally, the employees at CarMax were polite and efficient, just as expected. Um, This week, Agent Lightning uh, headed to one of Ed Napleton's used car lots, uh, the one at his Chrysler Dodge Jeep store on North Lake Boulevard in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And here's the report, and I'm reading it from the point of view of Agent Lightning. Um, Before heading to Napleton, I picked out a used 2017 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon with just 24,000 miles advertised for sale on their website for $36,402. There was a CarGurus banner and that's a popular um, car buying service. Um, CarGurus banner below the price on their website calling it a great deal with their signature green arrow logo. Um, The Carfax report on the listing for the Jeep indicated one owner and no problems. And also, by the way, um, uh, an extensive service history. Um, I arrived mid-afternoon, and I wandered the lot for a bit. When no one approached, I started walking toward the door. A salesman walked outside and introduced himself. He said said his name was CB, CB, and asked me for my name. I let him know I was very interested in a 2017 Rubicon I had seen online. CB said it sounded like I knew my Jeeps. We laughed. CB wanted to know if I wanted to pay cash from or finance my purchase. I told him I was prepared to pay cash, um, and I was aware that interest rates weren't so great. CB offered me a seat, asked me for my driver's license, and entered my info into his computer management system. He returned to the subject of financing and asked me how much money I intended to put down if I decided to finance. I told him I was only interested in knowing my out- the door price and his best finance rates. I would decide, whether to finance only after I had seen this. Uh, CB had a hard time finding the keys. He said it had just come in and had yet to go through cleanup. So we went over the Carfax report. And that's where the report ends. <laughs> but we have it right here. Um, it picks up. Um, okay, so he had a hard time finding the keys. So we sat down one of the car, uh, Carfax report. Uh, CB did find the keys and we went outside to find the uh, find the Jeep. And I have a picture here. Um, they walked out. there was no price on the Jeep, um, but there was an addendum. <laughs> uh, the addendum, it looks like their new car addendum, added uh, one thousand two hundred and thirty dollars for the xylon exterior protection interior protection package. Um, nine hundred and ninety eight for the LoJack. And 199 for Napleton Care, so that's about 20 dollars about 2,500 in um, addendum stuff on a used car. And we talked about that that was theoretical last week. Now we have now uh, identified it with real evidence. Um, we went for a test drive, um, uh, for, uh, but T- CB said that we couldn't go far because it was low on gas. Um, uh, once around the back block, and then back to the lot where he told me to park. Where he told me to park anywhere I wanted. Um, He opened the back to show me the all weather floor mats um, and a very dirty old tire cover that was dry rotted. Um, He even rolled his eyes and said, "Uh, you probably don't want this. (laughs) He asked if I had any questions and proceeded to lead me back to the desk. Um, He said he's going to get a price for me from his sales manager. About five minutes later, he returned uh, with Nathan um, who had introduced himself and to let me know he added a few extras. Many of which could be removed if I didn't want them. And then he turned to CB to go over them with me. So here is the, I'm gonna go over the, the, uh, the buyer, the, they had a worksheet here. So, remember this is a used 2017 Jeep Rubicon she saw online advertised for $36,402. Car gurus called it a great deal with a big up green arrow. So here's the pricing. The selling price uh, for Agent Lightning was 36402 same as on the website. Then they added hundred ninety nine dollars for wheel locks, and adjusted the price up to thirty six six zero one. Um, they added sales tax, um, but also they added an eight hundred ninety nine dollar dealer services fee, junk fee, a hundred twenty nine dollar e tag file fee. Oh, I gotta look. At, I'm looking at the look at this one here. Okay. Okay. Selling price $36,204. They added $399 for shadow Mark, <laughs> $199 for Wheel Locks. $995 for 4-inch round steps. Then they adjusted the price up to $37,995. Then they added the $899 dealer services fee, $129 e-file fee, $149 private tag agency fee, a $199 documentation fee, $998 for LoJack, for Xylon seven-year silver package, $199 for Napleton care maintenance one year, $299 for nitrogen tire inflation, $799 for window window tint, $916 for value protect. You're you're
0: you're joking, aren't you?
3: I'm not joking. Jonathan has it on the screen, I'm sure. I'm not looking at it. Um, Usually when I do the mystery Sharma, I'm adding all that up, but this is thousands and thousands. I think it's close to $7,000 um, anyway, the final price with tax is 47,087. Take out the taxes of uh, $2,500 or so and they're marking up $8,000. So that's that might what happened. A new,
0: that could be a new record. I, we, we need to add <laughs> up the the number of additions and the total and this could be a new record. Uh,
3: yeah. So know. there I mean there you go. So used car prices are coming down. Well, here's, now now,
0: let's digress just a little bit. Uh, This was a car guru uh, recommended low price. Right. So one of the problems that you have with all your third party, not all of them, but True Car, uh, Consumer Reports, Costco, not so. But most of your third party that give you recommendations. For, oh
2: wow. R- Rick
0: just uh, totaled total is seven uh, thousand dollars in uh, BS. Oh. So I'm uh, back to my point is that when Ouch. you go to Cars.com, uh, Auto Trader, Car Guru, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they are not taking into consideration these BS fees, right. and they are taking the price that the car dealer tells them the they're price. selling the price for. That's they're lying the to they're lying to Car Guru, they're lying to Auto Trader, <coughs> and Auto Trader takes that lie and posts it online, and you take it for granted, and you go to the dealership. So, this is one of these huge, bogus frauds on the public, that. Attorney General Ashley Moody ignores, and for that matter, the U.S. Attorney General
3: Ignores well, because it's a national issue. But And this is Napleton. This is the same guy who Napleton, just paid yeah. uh, how many? $12 million for, for doing this exact yeah, yeah, uh, pocket thing. Yeah, pocket change. Pocket change, right.
0: yeah. He almost made the $12 million back on this deal. On this deal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> on Agent Lightning. All right, there's more mystery shopping report. <laughs> Agent Lightning says, I said, wow. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Um, and, and this is just going to be a fun vehicle for us. I don't feel we need any of that. He asked me who the decision maker was in my house. (laughs) I replied, (laughs) I replied, we both are when it comes to making big purchases like this. Um, He excused himself, this is CB, the salesperson. He excused himself, said he'll go talk to Nathan again, see what he can remove. I stopped him said, I don't have much time, so let's make make sure he please puts his best foot um, forward. So I waited about five minutes and he returned with another sheet. And in the other sheet, it's almost the same thing, but he removed, let me put, put these quickly side by side, uh, removed the uh, the, uh, fo- the four-inch round steps. Those are, I guess, step boards, like, uh, like running boards. Mm-hmm. Um, took off the running boards, left the wheel locks, uh, took off the shadow mark, I don't know what that is. Um, took off the low jack and the window tint and left everything else. So still, probably took off about 1,000 or two and, uh, and st- It still had a a bunch left.
1: That was pretty big of them. um, Stu, can you tell me, uh, can you repeat that again? Did CB ask Agent Lightning who made the... Yes. Yes. What were the words again?
3: Who was the decision maker in her house. Decision
1: maker. Okay, I just wanted to be sure I heard that.
3: That Uh, was actually part of uh, formal sales training. That was to establish, that was, and that was a question that everybody was trained back um, a long time ago. In the 40s? uh, Well, for me, it was 1997. <laughs> Bottom line price dropped by about $4,800 to $5,000. Oh, so, it did? Yeah. Okay, so that was still okay, <laughs> but we're still dealing with the situation we're dealing with. Okay, so um, he brings back the sheet, took off all the of stuff, um, and then CB wanted to know when we'd m- be making a decision. I said probably soon. Shook his hand and left. And that's the shopping report. Well, okay, we we're coming
0: to t- Tuesday is voting day. Just remember, a vote for Ashley Moody is a vote for crooked car dealers.
3: There you go.
2: <laughs>
1: we're going to have to take uh, Rick uh, to urgent care after he totaled those ridiculous. <laughs> it's pe- the big one,
2: Martha. I'm coming
1: home. <laughs> he's he's turned into Sanford,
3: Fred Sanford. All right, do you have any grades coming in over there? I don't Oh, know yeah. That any, uh, Negan 1, F for way too many fees.
5: Mark Anderson, Mark from St. Louis. F, I tell CB that's not a Big Ten 4. Jonathan Kelleher, F. Uh, Oh, i got to scroll for this group. Let's see. Tom Steckel, that one's an easy F. They need the money to pay that $10 million FTC fine. They never learn. Vincent G, in all capitals, I have never seen this many fees. I think that's an F. (laughs) Wayne Veit, gigantic F. Mark Smith, definitely an F. Tim Gilliland, a masterclass in addendums. Which way to the door? F. Well, okay. Boo. F minus. Most additions I've ever seen. Brian Sedlatko, Napleton should be ashamed of themselves. F minus. Rocky Blockatiel, F. Mark Ryan, F. For me, that's a W for wow.
3: Yeah. I feel guilty now because we haven't done enough of these used car shopping reports so this has been going on while we've been focusing on all these new cars, which by the way is kind of the same story over and over again. We're definitely doing some more. I got grades coming in. Uh, Martha on Facebook says, ridiculous fees and the decision maker gives an F minus minus for failure. Uh, Doug and, and Ella the cat, I think we're um, had a medical emergency over this. Doug just kept on sending messages OMG, OMG. Ella said meow, but it probably no. meant o- OMG. I think so. <laughs> um, who else we got? We have Fs all over the place. Amy, o- OMG, and an F. We haven't even heard the end yet. They're grading it early. Um, Ellis, is I'm missing here? I don't want to miss anybody. But I'm going to give them uh, an F also. Mark says, are they crazy? Yeah, f- yes, F minus. Frank says, great F. It would be funny if it wasn't happening to other customers.
5: And so- Kirk in West by God, Virginia, Red alert, another Napleton dealership, nearly
3: 20%
5: junk fees equals a solid, oh my God, F.
3: (laughs) I've never, I don't think we've had unanimous Fs on a shopping report
2: before.
0: I'm gonna go with the death penalty.
3: (laughs) 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 You're rejecting the verdict. You've
1: been hanging with me too long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we talked to, I talked about the death penalty the other night. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, obviously somebody, well, fell and they bumped their head on a blunt object. What else can I say? Uh, it's not even worth my time. Ridiculous and Napleton continues to take advantage of everyone, well, almost everyone on this earth. So that's why it pays to listen. To Earl Stewart on cars, F. From Nancy Stewart.
3: You can't go lower.
10: Yes. All
0: right. <laughs> I, of course I say F. I'm. A, I, I can't do the death death penalty. It's illegal. No, it's not. For Mr. Right, right.
3: That's right. Earl Stewart is not an actual judge. I forgot about that. I got confused. I, I'm picturing you in your robes. All right. Show, guys? Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay, folks. Um, another great show from uh, the Oldies Channel right here. Uh, all of us wish you a great weekend and uh, do your homework. Stay sharp watch out for these car dealers it's a minefield out there and it continues to be you just adjusted my mic um have a great weekend everyone we'll be right back here next weekend at 8 a.m